What's up, Rad Dads? Welcome back to another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast, hosted by none other than the two raddest dads on the East Coast. That was a little early for them to cheer for us. They were excited. They were. They didn't, they didn't want me to finish. They were super excited to hear us again. It's been quite some time. It has. It's been a while. Yes, it has been a while. Things get in the way, Rob, from Life. us recording. Soccer. Soccer tournaments. Famiglia. Yeah. End of school. Well, a lot of shit going on on the weekends. Yes, 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 yes. Speaking of the end of school, Rob. Sal, what are we going to talk about today? I think we're going to talk about. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) That was a perfect lead in yet again. Still Uh, fucking couldn't land it. See, this is the second time we record this. I flubbed it the first time and I flubbed it the second time. That's too funny. Yeah, that's great. But this is good, though. So we're talking about the end of school year. It's good. We're consistent. I'm yes. Fucking it up. Yes. Consistently fucking things up. Perfect. So end of school year. I mean, right now, my I, I know my... So do your kids look at their grades all year round? Like each marking period, they're like constantly staring at the grades? Like, oh yeah, my, my middle schoolers. Well, what, what other... Do you have high schoolers? No, I have <laughs> elementary schooler. <laughs> That's right. Uh... So, so my kids were like, like insane about it. Like every day. Oh my God. Oh my God. It went up one point. It went up one point. It went up one point. So I got a text from my, my middle daughter today. All caps. Dad. So I was like, oh, no, something's wrong. I'm driving. I'm on my way to a meeting for work. And uh, I'm freaking out thinking something's wrong. So I, I text her. I said, hey, is everything okay? She said, yes. So I calm calm down, knowing that everything's okay. So when I get to my meeting, I text her, say, what's going on? What's wrong? She goes, you're going to be so proud of me. I said, okay, great. I'm always, I'm proud of you every day. And uh, she she says, you got to look at my grades when you get a chance. So (laughs) she has made a effort. I mean, like, she... She was dedicated. Her her third marking period grades were okay. They weren't great. Uh, and we asked what she could do, what she felt that she could do to bring up her grade. And and she laid out a plan for herself on what she could do to bring up her grade. And uh, and and she 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 hit her mark. She went above her mark. Super excited that 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 she did it. So she texted me today because I mean end of, end of school is within the next couple of weeks, and. Um, now that that she you know she texted me so I'm now I'm, I'm looking at my other daughter's grades to see where they are falling on the uh chart and uh if it's not cuz we we had this conversation with all my girls uh after third marking period and said you know we're not ecstatic with your grades um if there's an issue let us know and 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 we'll we'll help you through it to get you to where you got to get um because I, I think it's important for parents or you see that your child is struggling. School can only do so much. If you message the teacher and say, hey, my kid is struggling. Can, can, is there anything we can do? Maybe some extra credit. Maybe if you have some after-school sessions, I'll have my kid do after-school sessions. I'm going to tell you right now, that still is not enough. I think you need to take it a step further 
And I think you need to get your child a tutor so they can excel in what they're doing. Now, the tutor does present a little bit of a challenge only because, excuse me, only because the teacher has a specific way of teaching things. The tutor is probably going to have a different way of teaching things. So, it, it may it may be a, a, a small struggle in the beginning uh, until they they're able to put the two to get two teaching strategies together, but that may help your child excel because the teacher is teaching one way and now the tutor is helping her identify her or him helping your child identify a different way of thinking of the subject or analyzing the subject. So it's not necessarily a, 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 a bad thing. It's just a little bit of a struggle because they're going to freak out. Oh my God, the teacher's teaching this way and the tutor is teaching this way. What do I do? You just got to help them mend that together and, and make that transition, make them understand that it's okay because the end goal is the answer and that's what you want. So the teacher has a certain way of doing things they, they have a method that they, 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 they go through. The tutor has a method. The end point is what the answer is. So as long as they get the answer and they show to work, I mean, it's, it, you're good. I agree. Right? So, so getting a tutor for your child if they're struggling, like now is not a good time to do it unless they want to do um, summer school. If your child is really struggling... So, one year, I think all one year, all three of my kids were in summer school. Um, but after summer school, we hired a tutor, and my kids sat with the tutor half hour each, three days a week, because they needed that extra support. So, supporting supporting our kids through their difficult times, either asking the teacher to 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 have, if they have additional time after school that they can sit with your child to to explain things further or getting a tutor. In our middle school, they do that. They do the after school. They they do. They do. Um, But if that after school program is not helping, I think parents should take an additional step in getting a tutor. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just like sports. So me soccer, we wanted additional training for our kids, so we found a trainer. About uh, you know, additional to to what they're doing weekly. All right, Fred Flintstone, me me soccer, you football. (laughs) (laughs) I I was trying to think of the best like dad joke to go with it. Why'd you call me Fred Flintstone? Because I I got nothing else. Can't think of anything else. So you covered all that. End of school and and yes, yes. Yeah, because I stepped out. Yes, phone call. Yeah. (laughs) Did did you cover for me or did it blow my spot? I did. I jumped over to your microphone and I responded to myself. Oh, that's amazing! (laughs) I can't wait to edit that. So Rob had to take a call. His uh, his accountant called. And he said he needed to spend a million dollars within the next two weeks or he's going to get pinged by the IRS. Yeah, I'm cutting out that spot. So Rob and I, Rob and I are going on a, a vacation. 
<laughs> oh man. So I agree. I, I think, you know, we talked about our, our kids are a little obsessed with their grades, which I'm fine with. I think that, you know, for, I think it's important that they understand what they're doing throughout the year and how it's being graded and that they're maintaining good grades is important to them as well as understanding the topics, which is one of the things that, so Ed, well, one of the things is I think it's important that the kids understand their grades, the impact to their lives, especially because once they get to high school, it's a whole different ball game. I think they need to understand that it's okay not to understand and it's okay to, hey, I don't understand this. I really need help. True. I, I, I do agree with that. I, if you need help, raise your hand. I, I don't have a problem with that. But I, the thing that I'm glad is not lost on at least our kids is the importance of grades. Because a lot of people will say, you know what's important is, you know, me learning the guitar or me learning the piano or me playing sports. But it really, honestly, you're going to school to learn. Right. And you're assessed through learning fair, right, wrong, or indifferent, and as fair as it is through testing. And if, you're, if your grades are not up to par, it's going to impact you, you know, in your education journey. Yes. And, you know, your, essentially your introduction into the workforce. Because it does, it does have an initial impact. Yes. Now... I don't think it has a longevity impact depending on the person, but I think if you develop the correct habits and the ways about studying and preparing for difficult tests, for difficult projects, that will carry with you into your professional career. 100%. So. 100%. What else are we talking about with year end and school letting out other than? I mean, uh, if your your child has um, uh, summer school, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just to bring them up to speed with, the, with their friends. Um, <clears throat> camps, if, you know, are you doing any camps? Oh, yeah. Sleep boy camp this year. Oh, boy. Two weeks. That is crazy. They're leaving it? Oh, no. They're Only going for two weeks. Going for two weeks. That is crazy. Only one. The other one's not there yet. But maybe next year. I will tell you, when we toured the sleepaway camp, because we went and saw it, the younger one was more excited about it than the older one. He was <laughs> like, this is awesome. First of all, he's going to the same camp I went to as a child. They now have paintball. They now have... Oh. Yeah. There's some cool shit going oh, on Oh, you said four-wheeling too, right? They have four-wheeling, which I did when I was a kid. They have air rifles, which I thought were 22s. Apparently, they're air rifles now. They have archery. They have uh, trapeze, which I ne- I could never get the stones to do. It was there when I was a kid, and I could just never. like I was like, there's no way I'm climbing up there. You have no, you have no marbles. Yeah, that's exactly how I was like, <laughs> I ain't going up there. They have a skate park. Do you I know mean, what movie that's from? Yeah, Major League. Yeah. That's such a it's like one movie. of my favorite movies. So, you know, for me, it's it, it's a gr- it was a great experience for me. I went for five years. My son's a little bit older. He'll only be able to go for three at the most. You didn't miss your parents? No, I loved You were them. there for five years? Yeah, I was there oh for five my, years. They must have not loved you. No, they didn't. They were like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Listen, you go. The first year I went, I went for two weeks. Ever The four subsequent years, I went for four. And it was 
Wow. It was amazing. Gone, gone for a month. Amazing. Dude, the summer is only two months. Amazing. That's Think insane. about it as a kid. A kid, a teenager. A teenager away from home with supervision, but you're pretty much on your own. You know, the only thing you have to do is go to these activities. Sober. Yeah, well, I didn't drink then. <laughs> Eat. They, they make all your food for you. You meet new people. You meet people you don't never met before. Girls you've never known. Like other guys. Like I had friends from Washington, D.C. to Ohio to. Wow. Yeah. There's people from everywhere that go to this camp. That's. that's So it's a pretty cool. I, I don't know if I would. I, I'd be able to do it. I, I, I don't know. You letting your yeah, girls there? Yeah, my girls go. See, I think it's different for girls than boys, to, to be fair. But I will say that even when we went. What's the difference? No, for parents. Oh. I, th- I think. The girls' cabins are on another side of the road. No one's allowed. No boys or male counselors are allowed on the. So there's a road that runs the left-hand side of the of this camp. Right. The girls' cabins are separated from the rest of the camp. Now, the boys' cabins are in the middle of fucking camp. Everyone can go in and have... <laughs> like, I mean, we used to have pillow fights out in the quad. Like, I mean, it is by far one of the best. Like, I look back what, on it. What did you guys do when it rained? We went mudsliding. <laughs> I shit. can't... Like, honestly, like, it was insane. Because there's... Now that's even better because they have... They built a large... More modern... It's not more modern. It's still cabins. And when it rains, a lot of the stuff's rained out. But there is a large, large, um, like barn almost type of facility. So you said large twice. So this thing must it's be huge. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. But it has like a video game center. There's ping pong tables in there. There's like a stage. They built like a very, very big building to like kind of do anything. Like almost like... um general purpose building. They could do a lot of different things in there. And it's, I, I assume when it rains that they, they bring the kids. Bring everybody kids in right. there. Yeah. There's about 200 kids who go there from what they were saying for every, every week. About, wow. Yeah. It's and, awesome. And, but it's amazing that this particular camp is still around from when you were a kid. And it's the same it's people. It's what, 50 years ago? Same people. Same mother. Same owner. Same uh, husband and wife. Now their son runs it with, um, and I actually talked to him. He was a, he was a um, camper when I was a kid. He was, young, awesome. he was younger than me, but he was there. I remember him. And they brought in like a camp director and like a couple other people, and they were there like saying hello to everyone. It's amazing. So it sounds like the husband and wife had a vision. They bought it several years before we started going. It was amazing. And I, I, I'm very excited for my son to go. I just hope he enjoys it as much as I did. I was a little bit more independent. I'm sure he's going to be nervous at first. Um, he might get homesick. I'm sure that that that's a big part of a lot of the guy people that go. Oh yeah, and they they it's interesting you say that. When me and my brother went, it was the first time we ever went to a sleepaway camp. The week before we went there, we went to a one week baseball sleepaway camp at West Point. My brother lasted three days at West Point. <laughs> Called. And he was young. He, I was 10 or 9. He must have been like 6 or 7. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he was young. So he called from camp. They came and picked him up at West Point. They went to... So the next week, we were going to Camp Greeley, and it was me and a bunch of my friends. Like There were like four or five of my friends who were going. My brother, 
I don't think he had any friends who were there, but we were all like, it was people was there with us. Um, and there was kids who we all knew each other. So when we went to Camp Greeley, you know, my parents were almost like pulled them and we went and moved them in and they explained what happened previously. And they're like, listen, we deal with this a lot. We deal with a lot of kids. It's not West Point where we don't give a shit if you, if your kid stays or not. Like at West Point, if you talk past lights out, you were in the hallway with your nose against the wall. It was damn. It was military. Like they, and That's I got in trouble insane. probably about 30, every single night. No, about 30, like probably two out of six nights, I would say 33%. Like, cause we would be talking, laughing and the, and the, and the yeah. guys would come in and be like, get out of here. And like in the hallway now with your nose against the wall. And I was like, all right. That's nuts. Yes. But, but Greeley was different, which is where my son's going. And they really focus on like getting the kids acclimated and letting them have a good time. Cause it's a lot of like, you're playing tennis. You go swimming, you go on the lake. There's like, the inflatables on the lake. You go windsurfing. Like, there's a lot to do. I'm sure. So it, it's a good experience for the kids, too, because I think even though they're young, like 12, you know, going on 13 next year, gets them a little prepared. Like, it's two week without mom and dad. Yeah. Gets them a little Makes bit them a little more self-sufficient. Yeah. So, I, listen, I think it will be a good experience for him. I hope he enjoys it as much as I did. If he doesn't want to do it again, he doesn't have to do it again. But... I hope he enjoys I just hope he doesn't want to go for four, four weeks because <laughs> that's expensive. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's definitely worth, I it's think the it's, experience. It's, I think it's worth the experience. But that's, you know, we're, we're doing multiple camps. Our know, guy's going to camp for the first time because he typically does an extended school year. But we said this year, let's give him a break. I mean, he's been doing extended school year forever for like the past four <laughs> years so like let's give him a break and send him to a camp so that's oh, cool we opted to do that and then probably like a soccer camp or golf or tennis some something different for for the boys so but it's gonna be a, a crazy summer for us it's because my my oldest just got a job and she's super ecstatic we didn't we we didn't push her she asked we let her sleep on it for a week she was still adamant about getting a job. We explained to her, you make the commitment. You can't wake up one morning and say, I'm tired. I, can't, I don't want to go to work. You made the commitment. They hired you. You got to show up. Whether you're tired, cranky, you got to be there. So she understood. So she actually, we, got, we went through all the working papers, got everything through to school, and uh, she actually just started. Today is Thursday? No, Wednesday. Wednesday. She actually started yesterday was her first day. Today's her second day. She loves it. Ecstatic. So she's going to continue that through the summer. <clears throat> and depending on where we are with construction, if we're living in the basement or living out in the treehouse, you know. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then vacations in between here and there. We don't... This year we didn't. We were looking for soccer camps. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know what the wife came up with. Um, I can tell you, it wasn't sleepaway camp. No, no sleepaway <laughs> no. camp. No, not sleepaway camp. I so, know a good sleepaway camp if you're interested. Oh yeah. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> I'll give you the name of it if you really want it. I don't know. My, my wife would never, never, never. No. Never, 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 never. Interesting. Never, never, never. Yeah. So I mean it's um it'll definitely be an interesting summer. 
definitely be an interesting summer. I got I got my oldest going to high school, and I'll I'll have one in seventh and eighth grade. Wrapping it up, kids are wrapping up their grades, getting ready for this summer, getting ready for a job, a job, getting ready for camps. But uh, you know what? I think this is an opportunity for parents to really <clears throat> have a conversation with their kids to see um, where they struggled in 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 certain subjects. Now, as they get older, it doesn't get easier with getting them help because they're going to they're, they're gonna want to refuse or they are going to refuse because <clears throat> after school, time actually becomes the hangout now. There's no sports. So, you know, now's the time to, to, to really figure out where your child struggled and what subject and, may, and why. You know why they didn't understand? Were they nervous? Did they did they really not understand what they were what the teachers were teaching? And maybe look into uh, uh, an after school tutor for for this coming school year in September. Yeah, which is not too far away, my friend. No, we'll be here before you know it. <laughs> Three months. Yeah. Right? Crazy. Did I do the math right? No, I didn't. No. It's Four we're, months. We're in. Well, actually, no. You're right. We're in June. Yeah. June, July. Yeah. June, August. July, August. Three months. I did the math, right? Be June. Holy shit. Three months. 12 weeks away. Damn. Dude, yes, I remember sir. when I was a kid, summers were like forever. They like never ended. Now summers are like, holy shit. Did the kids just get out of school? Hey, new school year. That's uh, nuts. <laughs> It's crazy, and I, I feel like these kids have more activities than I remember having as a kid. Oh, 100%. And like, it's 100%. nuts. I mean, but listen, I played on multiple sports teams throughout my whole youth, so if I ask my mom, she's going to say no, but I, I know I was on a travel soccer team, a rec soccer team, travel baseball, rec baseball. Through the summer? I, I mean, it had to be, because I remember going to Memorial Day uh, tournaments for soccer. Dude, when I was... And I played on travel and rec baseball. I lived in Hoboken. And I remember, like, I, there was so much I can do. Is I, like, walk around the block, like, a hundred times. <laughs> Second round board. Go inside and play Atari. <laughs> All right. So, you know what time it is. Oh. Yes. All right, Sal. We're bringing back an oldie. One, I think it was the first episode we Rob, tried this. Rob's favorite. Um, it is uh, Widow Jane, aged 10 years in new American oak barrels. Pure limestone mineral water from the legendary Rosendale Mines of New York. Blend of straight bourbons. So This is the first bourbon we reviewed. The first one. All year? No, from the first episode. In 2023? 2020. Oh, this is the first bottle we reviewed. First bottle we reviewed. For, uh, for the Rad Dads. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I thought you meant this year. I was like, what are you, crazy? No. So we are uh, drinking bottle from batch 401. It's bottle number 228. And it was bottled on, wow, 2021. You've had this bottle for quite some time. Yeah. Um, it is 45.5% alcohol by volume. It is 91 proof. We actually did a 
Widow Jane Distillery Tour in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Yeah, I didn't go. You missed out on that. That was that was a fun tour. I should have went. You should have. You were wearing your panties that day. Sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did not to go. <laughs> so reviving the lost art of marrying the finest whiskeys, Widow Jane, 10 years old, is our is their signature bourbon, hand assembled in Brooklyn using the richest and rarest straight bourbon only uh sorry. Only ever in five barrel batches. What? Hand assembled in Brooklyn using the richest and rarest straight bourbons. Only ever in five barrel batches. Non-chill filtered and proofed with their own mineral water from the legendary Rosendale Mines of New York. They deliver a whiskey unique in its intensity and complexity. Um, I'm going to say yes. Uh, de- definitely unique in comp- complexity. Rob, I can't speak tonight. I see that. Yes, I'm I'm whole, humbling some of my words. I'm eating my words. So what what are you looking on the rating here? So let's go with the um you didn't bring out a third glass, Rob. I didn't bring out a third glass because we reviewed it and I So maybe our, our review changes. Maybe possibly our schnaz changes. Possibly. Maybe our palate there's, changes. There's no even there's not even a rating on here. It was so early on in our so wet glass, we don't have even we don't we can't even do our dry glass. Do you want me to? Do, I'll get the glass. How much? Holy how much longer is this going to go? I will stall again, Rob. So, uh, Widow Jane, we went to <laughs> Red Hook, Brooklyn, for a distillery tour. Actually, the the it was actually pretty fun. When when we go through the the tour, we met their their cock, their rooster. <laughs> And it was, uh, they actually, it, a chocolatier oh. used to, <laughs> Rob left at the, the cock. <laughs> I just, yes, <laughs> keep moving that glass away. So, uh, so the, uh, a chocolatier used to have their, their, used to make chocolate out of there. It was actually pretty cool. You can actually still smell the, uh, the cocoa, um, but it was fun. They showed us their their entire process, their distilling process, the, and, and this the the numbers on the bottle, the batch, the bottle number, and the date. Someone is actually there handwriting. The it's not a stamp. It's not computerized. It's not a label. That's awesome. They handwrite the bottle number and 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 the date and stuff, which is actually pretty. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So here we go. Third glass. You just poured it out. Doesn't have time to uh, dry. Yes, yes, yes. I know, Rob. So, dry glass, definitely um, apples, the charred oak. Getting a little of their uh, their lime, their uh, their limestone. It's like smells like a, a a quarry. The wet glass, I'm getting some leather. Oh wow, that dry glass you just gave it back. That's a nice smoky flavor. That's smokiness. It smells spice. So I'm going on the dry glass. Some uh, charred oak barrels. Smoke, definitely smokiness. I got some some apples. 
It smells like a, a limestone quarry. Wet glass, I'm going with some leather. Smells like, smells like, smells, smells Mike. Keep saying it smells Mike. Smells like leather. I was going to say it smells like garlic, but that's the, the microphone cover. <laughs> Maybe my house. All right, so let's go on the taste. We always taste our bourbons neat, um, smooth at the lips, and a little bit of a bite, a little bit of a burn, lingering burn. I taste the the charred barrels. Really? Yeah, I taste I taste the charred barrels. I got a lot of uh, a lot of spice on it. I'm tasting the charred barrels. I smell the smokiness some, now. Some apples. Charred barrels, apples, some spice. I I mean, I'm cleaning my palate in between. Yeah, this is going to be great see for if me I can, editing it out. See, see if I can pick up some additional notes. I think that's it. Smokiness, apples. Uh, I, I don't. It's not a complex. I don't think it's complex. It's got a lingering burn. Nothing crazy. Nothing that punches you in the nose. Uh, I've had bourbons that they're just just do punch right to the nose, which I do not enjoy. Uh, I'm gonna say six and a half. You're fucking shit, man. Six and a half, yeah. Did okay. we? We don't have a rating from last. We time. We don't have a rating okay. from last time. So, I think the taste is actually halfway decent. I'd almost go two and a half, three on the taste. I think the aroma is lacking. I don't. I, I don't get the wet get glass or, or dry glass. Both. So that I get a little char in it now, but you don't get the leather. I don't get the leather. I think it's very spicy in the wet glass. So I'm between a three and a half and four. And then for the finish, I think the finish is good. It's a little, a little spicy, but nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. So I think I'm gonna go. Huh. Wow. I'm gonna go six. Six no, is dude. Those numbers don't match. Yeah, three and a half and four plus two for the finish. Three and a half and four, seven and a half. No, no, no. no. <laughs> three and a half, two, four. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna give it. An, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say four, and I'll give it an additional two for finish because I think the finish was actually pretty good. Um, a little bit spicier. Um, I, I don't remember it. I remember it being a little bit harsher, but maybe my palate's changed over the year. I mean, we're four years in bur- bourbon taste. Yes. So it's a Our little bit different. definitely has changed. So I'll give it a six. I'm, I'm right behind you. I actually, in my head, I had six and a half. So adding it, it up six. It's not as fierce as once, as you once thought. Yeah, I agree. So. That's it, Rob. All right, tune in next time for another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell anybody who gives a fuck. We're here, and we're spewing facts. Thank you guys for listening. We enjoy your support and your downloads. Come again. Or don't come at all. That's going to be hard. That may be edited out. (laughs) That's what she said. Ooh. Not to you!